This is the Real Rebel Podcast, and you're listening to the Band of Rebels edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society, for the people who live on the fringe, for the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels. And this podcast is for them. Hey guys, this is your host, and thank you so much for joining me on this Band of Rebels episode. If this is your first time here, basically what happens is I pose one question to three rebels. This way you guys get three different perspectives to one question. Anything I mention on this episode, you can find in the show notes at realrebelpodcast.com. So that's any of our guests, any link to their Instagram, anything they mention, anything we talk about, all of that good stuff over at realrebelpodcast.com show notes. So the rebels on our panel today, I mean, and it's a good panel, you guys. It's Shalena from Rising Woman, Alex Mazarol, aka Ali Maz, and Aaron Bahia. Aaron, I hope I pronounced that right. (laughs) The question I will be posing, Band of Rebels today, is What was the most significant heartbreak in your lifetime? How did you deal with it? So, our first rebel on the panel is Shalena. She is the founder of Rising Woman and a conscious relationship teacher. She is an advocate for tantra and healing, shadow work. She is very much into spirituality and an incredibly wise, wise woman. She runs this course that I actually took myself called Heal Your Relationships. The link will be in the show notes. And she is just a bright, loving soul, as you will find out. So let's hear what Shalena has to say. My teacher would often say, you're never upset for the reason that you think. This is so true for so many of us, and I think what it means is that oftentimes when we have this really intense experience with getting our hearts broken or experiencing grief, it's unearthing all of this past pain or anything that we haven't yet dealt with. So a lot of times what happens is we get our hearts broken as adults and then we put all of our energy and focus on the pain of losing that person or we make it about that isolated experience. But sometimes we miss what's right underneath the surface and just begging to be felt. Sometimes we miss all of that pain that we buried in our past when we were small and either didn't feel safe or didn't have the tools to process that emotion. For me, my first heartbreak was when I was three years old and my mom dropped me off at a foster home late one night and then for many years throughout my childhood I was in and out of foster homes while I watched my mother battle her mental illness and her depression. My deepest wound is an abandonment wound and dare I say almost all of us have one but we weren't taught to give space to our inner child. We weren't taught to give space to that little one inside of us. And so when I went through a divorce in my mid-20s, I was really cracked open. But it was empowering for me to realize that it wasn't about the marriage. It wasn't about the person that I was with. It wasn't about that particular ending. It was really about me and my past pain. And it was time to do the deeper work and heal my wounds. So this was an inside job and I was finally being given an opportunity to take a deeper look. 
So I learned to slow down and feel my feelings. I learned to nurture my own inner child and build a more secure and self-loving foundation. I did a lot of deep shadow work and I did a lot of healing around my mother and my father wound. And I ultimately chose the path of healing and I allowed that grief to serve as an initiation. And I believe that that's what it is for most of us. Grief and heartbreak are an initiation ushering us into the depths of our hearts and souls. This is a very powerful time. It's a chance to wake up to whatever we've been sweeping under the rug and really come home to ourselves. Heartbreak is a potent window of death, rebirth, and transformation, so we have a choice. We can become bitter and wall off our hearts, or we can walk through the fire. If we use this time wisely, we can learn a lot about our relationship patterns by exploring our earliest ideas and beliefs and memories about love and what it meant to give and receive love in relationship. So if we find the courage to be with the pain, loss, and disappointment that comes with the ending of a relationship, we can discover parts of ourselves that we never knew existed. And then when we surrender, we let the ending shake us awake. We have an opportunity to rewrite the script for our future love stories. We can break patterns and we can really truly begin again. And that, I think, is the most beautiful gift that heartbreak and grief have to offer us. And all we have to do is be willing to go to the depths of our hearts and our souls and really say yes to feeling all of the things that feel really scary to feel. Because if we do, there is so much beauty on the other side. The second rebel on our panel is Alex Maserol, also known as Ali Maz. Alex is a yogi, a yoga teacher, founder of Girl Vanna Yoga and Lady Vanna Retreats. She's actually currently writing her first book, which I am very excited about. And she's just an all-round wise and very down-to-earth woman. She actually was a previous guest on The Real Rebel podcast guest number three. And in that episode, we talk all about starting a business, yoga, body image, dark nights of the soul and persistence. So if you want to listen to that episode, you can link to it in the show notes as well. But for now, I would like you to enjoy a little piece of Ali's wisdom around relationships. So let's hear what Ali has to say. What I learned from my most significant breakup is how to finally come home to myself and who I was searching for in that person or who I needed that person to be was actually who I needed myself to be. So everything I was projecting on that person on how to love me, how to accept me, how to love my body, um, all of that was was the work that I needed to do. So my my heartbreaks or what felt like someone not choosing me was all just a stepping stone and ultimately the gateway to teach me how to choose myself. And um, after a particularly challenging breakup um, years ago, that was the deepest messaging that came through was why am I trying to convince someone else to love me when this is my work first? So I chose in that moment to choose myself. I even went as far as creating a ceremony to um, jump in the ocean and um, marry myself, date myself, marry myself, vow to love myself 
um, all the same things you would say when you get married. I vowed those things to myself and uh, that really shifted things. And I guess what I am learning now being married, only been one month of being married but together for a couple of years, is that same sentiment is still true. When I'm seeking something from my partner, when I'm yearning for him to give me something, I have to first check, can I give that to myself first? Why am I waiting for someone else to give it to me even when it is my chosen partner who I have vowed to? Um, how can I first look at me? What am I needing, craving? How can I first support myself, take care of myself? Um, yeah. Our third and final panelist is Aaron Bahia. He is an entrepreneur living in Bali and the founder of Conscious Arts Tattoos and Karma House Bali, which you can find in Ubud. He's also a partner in The Yoga Lab. Funny story about Aaron, I was actually living in Bali for six months and I saw him a million times, but I was just way too shy to go up and say hi. So it's great to finally have him on the pod. So without further ado, let's hear what our final panelist, Aaron, has to say. What I learned about my most significant heartbreak was you got to actually like someone and not just the idea of someone. And I know that sounds really simple, but uh, in my last heartbreak, I really loved the idea of having the beautiful, gorgeous, uh, incredibly desirable, sexy girlfriend. Um, But what I realized was I didn't really like that person as my person. The idea of that person sounds great, But to be honest, it was kind of like driving a Ferrari, except that Ferrari is your daily driver. And that gets pretty damn impractical for regular life situations like grocery shopping or, you know, traffic and just stuff like that. When maybe you need something a little bit more every day, your speed. And I didn't, I genuinely just didn't, didn't like that person. I was in lust. I wasn't actually really truly in love. Maybe there's parts I loved about that person and that was deep and beautiful. But the actual idea of us was better than the actual practicalities of us. And so what I would learn now is I'd rather be absolutely in love with a person's personality first and foremost, rather than the lust. Because if I love someone I love them regardless and unconditional. If you lust someone, it's completely conditional. And when our conditions changed, the love had changed. And I really, I really saw that. So it's so important to really, really like that person, develop a friendship, be best friends with that person. I'm not saying discounting passion. Passion is super important to me, but I really need to truly have my values and morals aligning with someone and not just going after that hot, Ferrari, actually, maybe a minivan (laughs) is more practical. (laughs) No, what I'm saying is uh, develop a friendship, a deep, beautiful friendship, and not just rushing into lust and thinking that's going to turn into a relationship. Um, That was that was huge for me. That was that was my biggest learning there. So what I think a relationship that's going to be successful is. 
I think a successful relationship means two people growing on the same path and on the same trajectory. They've gotten the same goals for growth and they're wanting to actually achieve similar goals in life. So it's not that one person just wants to kick it and chill in life and the other person's a rocket ship. It's actually both people are trying to shoot for the stars in their own perspective ways. It doesn't have to be the same career choice or life path, but they both have trajectories that are on the same way because you need to have someone growing with you at the same time. You can't be shooting for the stars and growing and the other person's a couch potato. There's going to be resentment on both sides. So it's got to be similar paths of yearning and growth and evolution because our purpose of life is spiritual love, evolution and love. So you got to be doing hidden both. You got to be doing both. And uh, that's what I think a successful relationship would be. Hey, my rebels, it's me, your host, Katie B. And always, I like to leave my answer at the end, just as a little extra. So if any of you have been following me for the past year, you'll know that heartache has played a huge, huge and pivotal role in my story as of late. I spent most of 2018 totally heartbroken. So if anyone out there right now is heartbroken, I fully sympathize with you and I understand the amount of pain um, it can be to be going through something like heartbreak. It's loss, it's grief, it's gut-wrenching, it's not fun and I totally get it and the only thing that really helped me was allowing myself to fall fully into the darkness that was that heartbreak and fall into meeting myself and not being afraid of those dark parts of myself. A huge, huge struggle for me was letting go, letting go of a story that I thought was once going to be mine and letting go of having the process of going through heartbreak be anything other than what it could be in each and every moment. That being said, it was also one of the most, as I mentioned, transformative times because I really learned who I was and I learned how strong my two feet were and what I could really go through and what I really was made of. I also got to know myself on a very deep level as to what I wanted and what I liked in my past relationship. I gave up myself. I gave up a lot of my dreams for the comfort of the other person. And ultimately, it just left me very confused as to who I even was. And so this was an experience for me that was that allowed me to reopen my eyes to who I was and what I was capable of and truly was the catalyst to feeling the most strong I've ever felt in my whole life. But I will say it takes time. And I will say letting go and being patient and surrendering is probably one of the most important things you can do. Also surround yourself with people who love you and who support you and who will take your million calls of you crying or wanting to go over the situation over and over again um, read some good books getting the love you want is a really good book and um, seek support and don't be afraid to lean on people because that's what they're there for okay thank you so much for listening to this episode of the real rebel podcast band of rebels edition 
I hope that your day is full of love and your year to come is full of love and happiness and joy. And if it is full of heartbreak, I hope that you can find the silver lining in whatever it is that you are going through. The music in the intro is a custom track done by my guy Nathan at Extra Deluxe, and the music played throughout is called Everything I Could Never Tell You by Joey Pecoro. For information on both of these amazing artists, you can find the link, as always, in the show notes. Okay, until next time, your host, Katie B.